miserable little bag of puke. Nag, 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 nag. But unlike some people, I have a heart, goddammit. You're listening to the dirtiest motherfucker in Texas. Let me clear my throat! On Fat Guy Loves Cake. Yippee-ki-yay, melon farmers, and welcome to Fat Guy Loves Cake. I am Joey Valentine, and I thank you for joining me for another episode. It is September the 14th, 2022, Wednesday, halfway through the week. Hope everybody's doing great. Don't I? Don't I always say that? And I mean it. So you know how I was having that dilemma where that piece of shit sold me a bunk washing machine? Well, turns out I was able to have said washing machine actually fixed by a gentleman named Will Hawk. He's new to the area here, and uh, he didn't charge me a whole hell of a lot to do it either. He was smart, he was quick, and I am going to recommend him a lot. So let me go ahead and get this uh, gratuitous uh, (laughs) promotion out of the way. If you are in the Crossroads area and you need anything fixed like washers, dryers, electrical, all that shit, his name is Will Hawk. He can be reached at 361-827-4778. He is probably the only honest person in the area, with the exception of a few people. Uh, His name of his company is Black Sheep Appliance Repair. Thank you, Will, for changing my life. Finally have fucking, you don't know how valuable something is until you don't have it anymore. You know what I mean? And I'm not talking necessarily about a washing machine because a washing machine, a lot of people don't have. It's an expensive fucking metal box that not everybody has the luxury of having. But that's why there are so many washeteries because of how high cost they are. That's why there are Ubers or taxis or buses because cars are expensive. But things like a refrigerator or a washing machine, if you've had a washing machine for a really long time, or a stove, for instance, when one of those things breaks, man, your whole life falls apart. You never realized how much you depend on this stupid fucking metal box being there for you every single day and i know you're saying like well you know man, the fridge sure and yeah if you uh if your fridge goes out man you lose everything and if you're like a a fucking <laughs> if you're like me and you you in your heart you genuinely mean to eat every single helping of leftovers that you've saved if you're like me you're losing uh, a bunker's worth of food when I start, <laughs> when I clean out my fridge, I find so much shit where I'm like, oh, like that's so gnarly, dude. I ordered a pizza like a month ago and it was like this, um, I don't know, some kind of cheese special thing that Domino's did. It had like four different cheeses on it, which by the way is entirely too many cheeses. I love cheese, but you can't be mixing all these crazy cheeses together. You had Parmesan and Falcon Feta mozzarella and i mean it was just like this explosion of cheese taste in your mouth and it was very very uh i don't know not not sour but yet like a good kind of sour and it was awkward and um so it wasn't as delicious uh, as i'd hoped but it was an expensive pizza it was gourmet and so i took the last two slices that i didn't eat and i put them in the refrigerator well i just found them again and they're curled up like the wicked witch's fucking slippers and I'm like, well, I don't even know if these, <laughs> like, it took me a second to realize what the fuck I was taking out of the fridge. 
and it was two pieces of uh, pizza, two slices of pizza. And uh, I'm, I'm so bad, man. You know, I have every intention. I really do. I mean well, you know, because I don't like to waste food, man. A lot of people go hungry. And here in America, you know, we have access to food. Everyone has access to food. No one starves in America. We have government programs to make sure that they don't. Here where I live, we have wonderful kitchens for the homeless. They serve meals uh, three times a day, no charge, and they're pretty fucking good. Yes, I have eaten with the peasants <laughs> occasionally. Christ's Kitchen is what it's called. For the longest time, I thought it was called Christ's Chicken, and that's what I've always called it. It's Christ's Chicken, but it's Christ's Kitchen. But you can see how I would have gotten confused. But I'm sure Jesus makes a mean wing. So, yeah, like when I eat, I really mean to eat the stuff that I save. But you just, you know, you move on to the next thing. And also, you know, it's never going to be as good when it was first made. I wish, you know, you could make a gazillion trillion dollars if you could make a microwave that could reheat food and make it taste like the food that you, like, originally bought. Like, if I bought Olive Garden and breadsticks and then I saved half and I was able to put it in the microwave and it comes out as if, like, it was just served to me from Olive Garden at a table, that'd be awesome. But it's not. You know, bread's all fucking rubbery. Pasta's all sticky. I mean, you're going to fucking eat it. You paid $17 for a bowl of fettuccine Alfredo. I can't stop going there. They put some kind of white heroin sauce on the raviolis, man. I can't ever get my sauces to taste as good as the ones that come from Olive Garden. God, I wish I was getting paid to promote people. You know how good I would talk. Like, I need to get money from fucking Olive Garden and HBO, all these wonderful places that don't pay me to talk about them. Or at least a free subscription or something, or a free meal every now and then. I don't know. So anyway, back to what I was saying. Your metal box dies, not your fridge, but your washer. Some of you, that may not be the biggest deal. It wasn't the biggest deal for me. It didn't become a big deal until that fat fucking piece of shit ripped me off. But I'm going to try and be optimistic and, and you know half glass full about the whole situation. I paid him 140 for a really nice Whirlpool. And I paid uh, 200 to have it fixed. Now, the reason it cost me 200 like I said, Will Hawk did this, but he charged me for, or he had to order the, uh, the part, the board. It needed a whole new motherboard inside, and I had to give him that money. I, I got to tell you, I was real apprehensive because, you know, and I don't understand. He wanted the money up front because if he ordered that part and I didn't use it, and I backed out, then he's fucked out of a hundred and something dollars. So he's like, look, I need 75% up front. That's going to cover the part and a little bit of labor. And I'm like, uh, and I'm doing the same shit as I did with the guy with the washing machine. You know, like you promise you won't rip me off <laughs> pretty. Please don't steal from me. But the good thing was, is that right off the bat, Will's leaving me cards. You know, he left me a stack of cards to pass out. So I know he wants his name to be known. And he charged me through Square instead of asking for cash. So that, you know, when I told that fucking guy, Arnold Salas, Salas, don't ever forget his name. I'm going to make him like, remember that? Remember Meatloaf and Fight Club? His name was William Paulson or whatever, right? Wasn't it William? No, was it William Paul? Or something Paulson. Quick correction, his name was Robert Paulson. We were looking for Robert Paulson. His name was Arnold Silas. 
His name was Arnold Salas. I want you guys to chant that shit just in case it ever, ever, ever so happens that you run into him. And if you do, please give me an email and say, Joe, he's trying to sell me a machine. And I'll say, well, tell him you're interested and have him bring it over. And then I will run over to your house and I will throttle him. Mr. Valentine, you claim you did not kill Mr. Salas, but we have it on a recording of your podcast that you said you are going to throttle him. Well, I just meant, you know, beat him up a little. I didn't mean kill him. You know, I, plenty of people in town wanted to kill him. It wasn't me, but you had the most reason to, and you were the most outspoken about it. Did you or did you not have t-shirts made with his face with a target on it that says thief and fucking liar? Yeah, I did, but it was to be funny. And it is funny. Isn't it funny? I have stickers that say, I love butt stuff as well. Isn't that funny too? I didn't kill anyone's butt or something. So anyway, I gave Will the $150. He said, I ordered the part and uh, I'll let you know when I get some, uh, some information on the delivery time. I'm like, okay. And a couple days goes by and I'm like, well, motherfucker, man, when I order something, you get an ETA on the delivery immediately. Like if it's from a, it, no matter where it's from, eBay, Amazon, a parts store, they say estimated delivery is between this date and that date. And so a couple of days goes by and I was like, God damn it. And so I message him and I say, Will, what's the ETA on that part? And he goes, Oh, uh, Monday. All right. So that was Thursday. And I'm like, okay, Monday, four fucking days, you know? And I'm like, so Monday gets here and I wait all the way until nine o'clock, nine o'clock at night. And I still haven't heard from Will and I text him and I'm like, bro, what's going on with the part? That's my tone in the text. <laughs> Actually, it was just like, bro, what's going on with the part? And he texts me back and he says, yeah, uh, he says, I got a message that it was delivered, but I'm not sure, you know, until I have it in my hands, I can't be sure. So give me 15 minutes. Well, being the psychopath that I am, I gave him exactly 15 minutes. And then I started sweating again. And um, I guess about 25 minutes later, he messages me back and he says, okay, I got it. He said, can I come over now? And what do you know? Will came over. He was in and fucking out of here, putting that board in. And that washing machine is running close right now. It didn't restore my faith in humanity, but it sure was nice to get a win. I did successfully file a police report on that piece of shit, Arnold Salas. Salas. He's going by Arnold Salad, by the way. I shit you not. On Facebook Marketplace, he is using the name Arnold Salad. <laughs> this is fucking alias now. Um, I still have to go over to the uh, Justice of the Peace and file for court, but I, man, I. I keep getting so many people messaging me about this fucking guy, man. And I don't know how someone in a town that's known for handling its own business that this guy hasn't been fucking tuned up yet. That being said, it's now time for football talk. All right, we're going to talk about the Cowboys again because I feel it's necessary. Uh, Dak Prescott broke his hand. I guess I missed that when I was watching the game. Dak Prescott expected to be out four to six to eight weeks from the Dallas Cowboys because he broke his hand throwing the fucking football. 
I didn't see it, but I saw a picture of it. It looks like he was doing a forward motion, and then he slapped hands with somebody. And because Dak is made of balsa wood, he, of course, broke. And uh, you know what that means? <laughs> the fucking season is now over. Um, I mean, what else can you say? Fucking Cowboys. Uh, Dak, I mean, we've already had to sit through him breaking his ankle. I know that's not his fault, you know, but like he was out an entire season and the Cowboys, it's, it's so, you know, it's not even, it's not ironic. Okay. I'm not going to use the word ironic because that's not the proper explanation for why the Cowboys have such bad luck. It's more like Murphy's law. The Cowboys got this wonderful taste of victory there was a time when nobody could touch the cowboys you had troy Aikman and emmett smith and moose and you know just a fucking ton of pro bowl hall of fame future hall of fame players and the cowboys won three super bowls in the span of four years that's pretty fucking awesome for anyone you know but there was a time when the chicago bears also won the super bowl in 1986 and they have yet to do so or even come close to doing so since. In fact, the only thing the Chicago Bears can be remembered for is the fucking Super Bowl shuffle that they somehow got 30 plus grown ass black men to sing for television. If you don't know what I'm talking about, then you don't need to. It's an embarrassment, it's a stain on the reputation. In the history of the Chicago Bears. They've only won one Super Bowl, so it's not like they're some kind of fucking dynasty. The Cowboys won their last Super Bowl when we were still fighting in Iraq against Hussein. It was 30 fucking years ago, almost. I'm not living in the past. For everyone, you know, my friends go on and on. They're like, you know, they show all these memes. Like, uh, it's going to be this year, Starter Pack fam. You know, and they got like the fucking guy. Shaved head, Cowboys jersey, socks with Cowboys slippers on, fucking Cowboys tattoo. I know what they look like. I know what Cowboys fans look like. They're everywhere and they're obnoxious. And I say this because, you know, and this is my team, but I, I can admit what the fans look like. And it's not like the Cowboys don't consistently bring in good players. People want to play for the Cowboys. It's a great organization, but something just happens every single season. You know, you, there's this major, major change. Like, oh, we acquired so-and-so. Oh, this is the... <laughs> we're taking it to the Super Bowl, fam. We're going to win this year, fam. No, no. And Cowboys fans, you know, when, when you guys who don't like the Cowboys, when you tell Cowboys fans, like, you're living in the past, man. You're living in the 60s, man. When you tell Cowboys fans they're living in the past, you are only instigating them. You are provoking them. Texans fans love to say, hey, Cowboys fans, you haven't won a Super Bowl since 1995. Well, yeah, but Houston, you've never won a Super Bowl with two different fucking teams for the last 45 years or however many. It's probably actually longer than that. I think the Oilers have been around since the 70s. But Cowboys fans are not deterred by losing clubs fans telling them that they haven't won a Super Bowl since 1995 because then all they have to say is we've won fucking five. And it's true. We have won five to Houston's zero and a whole bunch of other fucking teams zero. So yeah, the Cowboys fans are living in the past, but cut them a break, man. There was a time you think about it. 92, 93, 95, your team wins three fucking Super Bowls in four years. 
You don't think they're going to fucking like have some kind of elitist Patriots fucking type of fan attitude. If you think Cowboys fans are bad, wait till the Patriots have a couple of seasons where they're fucking horrible because that's coming one day. What's his name? Parcells will fucking retire and the Patriots will just have a bad couple of rebuilding seasons. But I promise you, it will not stop their fans from being the most obnoxious people in the fucking world. The only difference between Cowboys fans and Patriots fans is that Cowboys fans can pronounce their R's. Oh, I made a little skit here, by the way, for you guys. Um, In case you missed Dak Prescott's injury, uh, here's the play-by-play from the game. Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, your Dallas Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dallas, Texas. We're here for a great matchup between the Dallas Cowboys and the Washington, who the fuck knows what they're called now. Everyone is super excited about Dak Prescott making his appearance on the field. Isn't that right, Joe? That's absolutely right. We couldn't be more excited, Dak. And a long offseason where he let his foot heal, and we know that he is a little bit prone to injury. But the fans are really excited about having him back on the field, see how he's going to do and help this club win the first championship they've had since the first George Bush was in office. (laughs) That's a good one there. All right, here comes Dak onto the field. He looks good. He looks healthy, doing a little bit of jogging in place. And uh, now he's reaching for a Gatorade. Be careful with those twist-off caps. Oh, no! He's broken all five fingers. Oh, the humanity. The medical staff is scrambling to get him off the field as quick as they can. Oh, there goes his ankle. And oh, there goes his other ankle. And that's going to do it for the Dallas Cowboys season. Yep. Old Humpty Dumpty fucking Prescott there. Made a glass, apparently. He's the he's Sam Jackson from Unbreakable, Mr. Glass. Fucking guy, man. I know it's a game where you get injured a lot. It happens constantly. Every game, man. It's like, oh, that guy's out. But Tom Brady's 40 fucking five, and he's not getting hurt. I'm sorry. I shouldn't be talking so much shit about you guys. You have no idea how much I love the Cowboys, so it's hard for me to say things like this. But I am also not one of these delusional fans who like believes in something that's not real. Okay. Like, like I know that if I went on American idol, I would lose, I would lose miserably. In fact, I might be in the outtakes, you know, the ones where Simon goes awful, just fucking awful. I want to commit Harry Carey right now. And fucking kill myself and spill my guts all over the floor because of your singing. That would make me happier than ever hearing you sing again. Mr. Valentine. Okay, I know that I can't win American Idol. Okay, I have to face that reality, and I accept it with grace, even though I love to sing. But Cowboys fans, Cowboys fans are those people who try out for American Idol, and their mom is Jerry Jones. You know, the mom that's like, oh, baby, you can sing. You're the best fucking singer in the world. You should never give up on your dreams. Go in there and sing. And if they don't think you're any good, then they don't know what they're doing. And that's Jerry Jones. All right, boys, you get out there and you play football. I don't care what the rest of the world says. You're the best fuck team in the NFL. You get out there and you show them. Uh, we're 0-13, Mr. Jones. No, they say you're 0-13. You are not 0-13. You believe you are 13-0. and We are the Cowboys. We are America's team. And you get out there and you show them why we're called America's team. Dak starts jumping up and down for joy in the locker room. 
Both his ankles snap. His spine snaps in three different places. Okay, well, anyway, I'm, <laughs> I guess I'm fucking done talking about that. All right, I'm going to wrap this up for you guys. That's all I got for you today. I actually had a whole lot more, but if I get going, this is going to be like twice as long as normal. I try to keep my shows under 30 minutes. So as you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday are my shows. You can reach me at fatguylovescake at yahoo.com. And keep listening. Keep telling people. Stickers are still available. Get a hold of me if you would like some for free. Hug your children. Kiss your kitty cats. Lick a stranger's butthole. I'll see you back on Friday.
to say. Shit, motherfucker. 